With all the technological advancements we've had, one thing is certain. We're not robots. We have feelings, and that's a good thing. Embracing emotions and having empathy, especially in the workplace, makes everyone better. Today's episode is all about the power of those emotional connections. Welcome to the Pass the Mic podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration from badass female leaders across the country, united through audio to let their voices shine. I'm Jocelyn Hudak, Director of B2B Content and Digital Marketing at SXM Media. Today, we'll hear from female leaders about how they weave empathy into both their personal and professional lives. First up, Samantha Jacobson, Chief Strategy Officer at the Trade Desk. Something I've really learned is that people rarely remember what you say, but they always remember how you made them feel. And that's something that I think is important to keep in mind in all interactions. Recently, for example, I was talking with a team member about how I needed them to do something differently or they had missed a deadline. And later on, I asked another colleague for feedback on how I had handled the situation or what I could have done to be more effective. And he gave me the really helpful advice that rather than framing the conversation as you need to do X or Y didn't work, I would have been more effective if I had framed it as I need your help doing the following because people love to help and they want to do their best. But I think coming to each conversation, whether it's a constructive conversation or whether it's a really positive one, to make sure that I'm aware of how each participant leaves the conversation feeling as a result of the dialogue that we've had. You ever have a situation so awful it teaches you what not to do? Me too. And so has Joe Kelly, the U.S. CEO at Essence Mediacom. Carol, can I share a story about a a, a boss that taught me what not to do? Yes, I like this one. (laughs) I won't say the the name. I had a boss. She went after people when she smelled a lack of confidence, when she smelled Shark in the water. Yes, and she made people feel so small and... I saw how that impacted individuals in terms of their level of confidence, their level of productivity, their voice in the room. And that is something that has always stayed with me because I know, I remember when I'm feeling shame or embarrassment, we all do. And you remember moments of extraordinary pride and joy and be the person that gives pride and joy. Don't make people feel small. Don't be the person who makes people feel small. We heard a similar sentiment from Ali Kalish, the EVP and Managing Director of Strategic Investment and Accountability at Magna Global. My big motto has always been you get a lot more from honey than you do with vinegar. So if you treat people with respect, they give it back to you in spades. And so as I was growing in my career, I was very observant about how I was being treated and how others were being treated in general. And I wanted to make sure that I was being respectful and I was getting a lot more out of it. And that was something that I I was paying attention to early on because I did work for some really crazy people in general. And I learned a lot of good things from them as well. It's just one of those things is, you know, you can be empathetic and it's not a weakness. Big agree. Empathy is not a weakness. Leslie Miller the U.S. lead for Dove and Dove Men Plus Care at Unilever agrees, especially when it comes to giving feedback. 
I'm excited that the world is embracing mental health. I'm excited that we're embracing vulnerability and emotion as topics of leadership. And I'm excited to see more and more women every day show up and just bring the energy to change the world that we're in. Jessica Brown, the director of digital investment at Group M, filters her interactions to ensure she's doing good. My filter that I always use in life is what good will come when I say this? And that applies to work. It applies to life. If the words that I'm speaking won't create something good, then I probably shouldn't say them. So if I do have feedback to give, how can I say it in a helpful, constructive way versus a critical way? Um, And I'm trying to teach that to my kids as well. What a powerful lesson to pass on. Others, like Meredith Brace, the chief marketing officer of Samba TV, take the golden rule approach. Treat people as you would like to be treated. That is like number one, whether they're above you, around you, below you, because this is a very small world and you're bound to, you know, run into people that you may have crossed or disrespected in a way and it could bite you. And it's just, there's no, it's not necessary. You know, it's really not necessary in any capacity. Being disrespectful is never necessary, especially when you remember that everyone is going through something and it takes bravery to actually feel your own feelings. Shauna Alexander, the VP of Business Development at SoundCloud, shares her take. Part of the feeling all the feels is also being brave to feel all the feels and to get through it all and to know that like what is happening right now is not forever. That bravery, I think, especially as women, we forget to be brave because it sometimes feels culture makes it impossible for you to feel brave because everything is always attacking us all the time. You know, society, television commercials, Instagram, everything is always trying to tear us down. There is a lot of money in tearing women down in the industry, right? In all industries, really. And so pushing through it and recognizing and being brave around that is like, to me, that's even better than fuck you money. Being that brave is hard, but it's worth it. And we can help each other gather that courage by creating a safe space for others. Just hear it from Kathy Dixon, the Senior Marketing Communications Manager for Cheerios and Adult Cereals at General Mills. I think that's so important to have that ambition within yourself to make sure that as much as we possibly can and as much as I possibly can to make sure that I'm showing up as my authentic self, but I'm also giving space for those who I work with to show their authentic self in a safe space, right? And to provide that psychological safety for for my team and for those that I work with. And I think the more that all of us play a role in that and creating those environments, the better the work is going to be because, you know, people will be more motivated and people will be, feel more willing to to show up and to do what they need to do to get the stuff done. And, and I, I just think it, and it just makes everything better. So that's my kind of nugget of advice, both as a, like I said, as an employee and as a, as a leader is just be true to who you are. And we need to never forget to let people know how much you value them. Your teams work hard. Recognize that. That's what Lukisha Paul says, the head of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion U.S. from Group M. Just saying thank you. Letting someone know how much you value them. Letting someone know that you see them. 
but you see what they bring to the table and that you value it and it's a benefit. And just, you know, we work so hard, we work so long, we do so much. And often just takes that one little note of recognition that you're valued here, you know, you're valued here. Um, it just it, it just gives you that in the midst of all the days where things are not going to go the best way that you want them to go, the one thing that you just continue to remind yourself that you've heard it before, that you are of value here. So if people would just get back to doing that, valuing the people around you, not just the people that work for you, the people that work with you, the people that work above you, on, on either side of you, all around, value your people. That's how you grow your support system. That's how you grow loyalty. That's how you grow your relationships. Value the people around you. So what have we learned today? Mostly that it's important to be vulnerable, to create a safe space for others, and to never shy away from feelings, even in the workplace. You don't have to be a Michael Scott about it, but I'm sure you can find the right balance. I'm Jocelyn Hudak. And this has been the Pass the Mic podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode, where we continue to unite women through audio and let their voices shine.